James Golden, a.k.a. Bose Nerdly. And good afternoon. Dominic Carter in for James Golden, a.k.a. Bose Nerdly. On this last day of the year, I will be with you this afternoon in for James and tomorrow morning in his show, his regular uh, weekend show, 8 a.m. to uh, 10 a.m. The countdown to midnight is upon us. The countdown is definitely underway. The countdown to 2022. Remember, 2022 is a big year in politics. The midterm elections. No need to go over again and again with you folks how I feel about ineffective, phony, progressive mayors around the country and phony, ineffective, progressive elected officials. But if you heard the details in Lydia Serrani's uh, newscast, guess who is now sounding the alarm and saying exactly what I have been stating consistently, and that is that former President Donald Trump can win the election again. Whether you love Trump, whether you hate Trump, I'm telling you folks, he can win again. And the person that is stating this, and she's obviously not a fan of his, and she feels that it would be a disaster for the country, is none other than Hillary Clinton. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. But that wasn't all. That wasn't all of what Hillary Clinton had to say. She, and rightfully so in this case, is taking a shot at those progressive Democrats, suggesting they could lose 2022, which starts in just a couple of hours as it relates to the election. The backdrop of all of this, and we are going to your telephone calls in just one second. The uh, backdrop, the backdrop of all of this is that going into the midterms, there continues to be a wave of retirements amongst Democrats and party infighting. One more time, it bears repeating, and then I promise we are going to your telephone calls, 1-800-848-WABC, 1-800-848-9222. Hillary Clinton took a shot at progressive Democrats this month, appearing to blame them for the inability of the Democrat-controlled Congress to, quote, get things done and suggested, in so many words, they could be the cause of potential party losses this year. Let's go to the uh, telephone calls. Let's start with uh, Lou. Lou is uh, calling from Wayne, New Jersey. Good afternoon, Lou. What's on your mind? Dominic, love you. Oh, that's very nice of you to say, Lou. Love you too, man. Thank you. Happy New Year. I got Happy New Year. I got a question for you. Shoot. 
Initially, initially you and Rudy were combative because you were both on opposite sides of the spectrum. And, and it's, you know, politically, when he was mayor, and something happened to change your entire outlook that you are now not a Republican, but you're more on the conservative side. And I was just interested it's on a great question, knowing Lou. why. And it's a great I question. I just want to know why and, and what happened. It, and I think it would be really influential to other people. It, it's it's a great question. Explain yourself. It, it's a great question, and thank you for asking it. So okay. for, for many years, folks, uh, Lou, Lou accurately described the situation. For many years, uh, I was the lead political reporter at New York One. And in that capacity capacity as the lead political anchor uh, at New York One, it was my job to cover every mayor and to be tough and cover uh, every mayor straight up. So, okay. so, so, Lou, when I covered uh, Dave Dinkins and rest his soul, he was a, yeah. a, um, he, he was a, he was he, a great man. He, he, was, you he, know, he, a he became a good, a good friend of mine. Dinkins would complain to me privately and he would say, man, you got to protect me. They're, they're, they're attacking me. You got to protect me. You have to help me. Right. Can you, and, can you explain that? I don't, I don't understand. Well, 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 Lou, there are certain things that I cannot state. Um, okay. I, out of I respect you. for the relationship, but he felt, you. he felt as the first black mayor, uh, that I should do more to try to assist him. That's the okay, way he felt. But but wait okay. now. So Ed Koch, I'm trying to to line up. You asked how have I become conservative, um, and I don't really see it that way. But Ed Koch, no, I don't believe you're necessarily conservative. I mean, I I was just asking why you shifted. Right, and and that's a legitimate question. So okay. on on television, it was not a forum for me to state my political views. My job, my job was to cover the political news of the day, no matter who the elected official was, and to put it out there. And that's what my job was. And so now I've always been, the truth, Lou, a more conservative in in nature than, but I wasn't, I I didn't have the forum to show it at, at New York One. And again, I don't see it as conservative. I see it as common sense approach to... So to come up with solutions as it relates to to problems, and so right, which is the, which is the way it should be across right, the board, right? So now you you asked about Mayor Giuliani, and so and that's why I laugh at folks when they say when they say, oh, you know, you're 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 doing this, you're doing that. Uh, <clears throat> Mayor Giuliani and I, uh, and respectfully, I was the lead reporter and going after him at City Hall. Each and every day, each and every day. And so, but, but I always admired him. And the reason why, the reason why Lou, why I admired Giuliani is because he was straight up. He was a man of his word. And when he told me something privately, he stuck to it. And so, and so even though it was my job to go after him as, as the same way you see when reporters go after any president at the White House. That's what my job was at New York City Hall. Mm-hmm. And, and so I've always had 
views that that some might consider somewhat conservative. I see them as as common sense. But Lou, to answer your question, because I got to move on to the other calls, is that I'm now in a forum where I can be more direct, more honest, and put my my I should say more candid rather than say be honest and and put my cards on the table. And so we have you a lot are, of things happening. I didn't mean to cut you off. We have a lot of things happening across America right. that I just find despicable. You are, breath, you are a breath of fresh air. Well, thank I you. I listen to you all the time. Thank you, Lou. That is that is uh, that is very 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 uh, kind of you to say. Thank you very much. Let's now go to Tony. Tony's uh, in Manhattan. Tony, you're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Hi, how are you? Merry, uh, happy, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. I just wanted to chime in on something that drew me the other uh, other day. Okay. Uh, talking about crime in Miami and how about he's, you know, how he, he tends to be pro-black. I would like to think, and I'm a white conservative, that I'm pro-everybody. Mm-hmm. But these, city, these, these cities that are, through most recent studies, the most dangerous cities in the country are, in every single case, cities that have been under control, of the Democratic Party for a long time. Chicago, Baltimore, Detroit, Philadelphia, St. Louis, Newark, Kansas City, Rochester. The mayor was just forced out of office for corruption, and it is thought that her husband was part of a drug gang. You know, L.A. These are cities that most of these cities haven't had a Republican hey, mayor. Tony, Tony, the, the situation yeah. in Rochester, and I haven't even started on that, it was absolutely embarrassing. I mean, the state police yeah, raiding the mayor's house, taking uh, illegal firearms from the home. This is from the mayor, right. from the mayor's house. I know. And, and it is it I is know. an embarrassment. It is an embarrassment. Yeah, there, there's yeah. no other way. But but you know what I want to do, Tony? This is what I want to do. Yeah. I want I want to. Uh, Drew was holding on. And so. Sometimes okay. I want I want I want Drew to have his say, and then I want you to respond. So let's keep Tony on the line. Let's bring Drew up right now. Okay. Good afternoon, Drew. What's on your mind? Good afternoon. So let me get straight to it. You're right. It is a problem with black on black crime, but the problem I was making is it doesn't matter if it was Republican or Democrat. The thing is where people love to tell half the story. And listen, Dominic Carter, as I've always said. He was a person who built up New York one. So on a personal level, on a race level, I admire him. I just despise that he tells half the story. And that's just being straight up. I'm a member of Abyssinian Baptist Church. I, my first time, I remember Dominic Carter interviewing my pastor. And my pastor called Mayor Giuliani a racist. Dominic knows the black community to this day can't stand Mayor Giuliani, but he won't come on WABC and say that. My point is, when you talk about putting more into our community yes our community has a crime problem there's no denying it but who's there for the graduation rate who's there to okay. be hey, t- to, tony, to close wait, the economic gap wait, wait tony and drew tony hold on i'll let you have your say mm-hmm. hey drew yeah. let, let me ask this question okay. just hold on tony um yes. and it took me a while to understand this i want to ask you a question you just brought up giuliani right so mm-hmm. did giuliani keep black people alive in New York City. Are you willing to give him credit for that? Absolutely. And I'm willing to give him credit that he had a 24% lower graduation rate amongst African Americans than de Blasio did. If you're going to give anybody credit, it's going to be Mayor Bloomberg. Mayor Bloomberg was able to come in the Harlem community, sit at a black church, and go out to Staten Island amongst law enforcement and get respect. That's a mayor for the people. Mayor Giuliani was a mayor for his people. Now, Dominic, 
you know this and I know this, and we don't need to sugarcoat it, okay? How, how, how do you think the black community feels about Mayor Giuliani to this day? Do you feel like they warmed up to him? Okay, but wait, Drew, I, I want Tony to respond, but, but I just want to be clear. Every conversation cannot be about the black community. It's I mean, not, but you can't neglect one community and then say you're for the people. Like I said, Mayor Bloomberg was tough on crime, but he was for everybody. Okay. He brought business here. He helped close the wealth gap. He got the graduation rate up to 70%. That's a man, regardless of what you want to say, I didn't like how Bloomberg handled the Central Park Five, but guess what? He did it for everybody. Okay. So if we're going to look at a model... That's the model who I think okay. we need to look at, Tony. Okay, I, I, I got you. So, Tony, your your response to what Drew just said? Okay, well, I, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm a white guy, and, uh, you know, black lives matter. I think all lives matter. But these inner cities have been ruined by Democratic mayors, and the, the, the parts of the cities that have been ruined the most are the inner cities. I mean, the bold, look at, look at, let's look at Baltimore. The last Republican mayor mm-hmm. of Baltimore was a man named Theodore McKeldin. He went out of office in something like 1967. Sure. Then they got lucky. They got William Donald Shaver, who was a visionary, Oriel Park and Camden Yards. He was there for like three or four terms. Since then, mm-hmm. to be blunt, a bunch of clowns topped off by the mm-hmm. last three mayors, the, the, the Glass City and all that, all of them women, all of whom left office in humiliation and disgrace. Sheila Dixon, accused of embezzlement. They plea bargained mm-hmm. it down from something like 12 cases to one. She would have to plead guilty and leave office, which she did. Then we had Stephanie Rawlings Blake, who folded like cheap macrame mm-hmm. during the whole Freddie Gray thing. And then we had mm-hmm. Catherine Pugh, who went to jail and may still be in jail. And, and Sheila Dixon mm-hmm. ran for re-election uh, in 2020 and almost won the primary. That's a one-party city, and she would have been the new mayor now had she won that primary. This is a, a convicted felon running for re-election again, and she nearly won. Now we have Brandon Scott. I don't know much about him, but Elijah Cummings was the representative. He was there for more than 20 years, whining and complaining Wait, uh, and heckling uh, Trump. And, and, and wait, wait, let me just finish the sentence. And his, when, 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 he, uh, when he and Trump got into that that. Uh, that argument, and Trump said uh, his whole his whole uh, district is is crime ridden and rodent cribbing. I remember seeing a, a video in which a number of black, uh, uh, not to be tribal about it, but residents came on and said, "No, Trump's right. Our our neighborhood is crime ridden and rodent ridden." And he's okay. been there for twenty years and, oh. and didn't do anything oh. to help. Okay, we we have other callers, but I'm gonna, of course I'm going to let you respond, Drew. I'm just pointing out, just please calm down, that we have other callers. I'm going to let Drew have his say, and then we're going to have to move on, Tony and Drew. Go ahead, Drew. Okay. Drew, go ahead. My favorite line is you have to to respect the will of the voters. I'm not talking about Baltimore from an outside perspective. My grandmother, who just had a stroke, who was on her deathbed, raised my father, who as a single mother out there. My father's from Baltimore City who left Baltimore City and is now a CEO at the um, National Black News Network, who started New Time Media and all that. My father is uh-huh. way into the six figures, not to brag, who pulled himself up from his bootstraps. Point blank, period. I just say you have to respect the will of the voters. I attended Morgan State University. Baltimore has a problem not just with crime but with poverty. So you know what? I agree with you. It has to be a change, but you have to respect the will of the voters. Why are Republican voters not 
making ways into inner cities. Curtis Seawall, you know why I love Curtis Seawall? Because he said it the best. He said, listen, he said, north of the Mason-Dixon line, we don't win elections because we don't go into inner cities. And he said, you cannot just be there during the bad times. You know what the thing is? These Democrats, whether you like it or not, they grew up with these people. They're there feeding these people. They're helping them get the welfare. Well, and we well, could go uh, on uh, and wait, on. Wait, like Drew, said, but Drew, Drew, but wait, Drew, Drew, listen to what you mm-hmm. just said, man. That, your exact words. Dominic, they, they help, wait, 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 wait. They, they're helping them get the welfare. That's not helping yes. people. That's not. I, I got it. I got. I got it. No, no, no. It's not. Drew, 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 Drew. Not, not for Drew. Not for thirty years. Not for forty years. Not for your daughter to come up and then she gets welfare, and then for your son to come up and then he gets welfare, and the cycle continues, continues dependency. No, that's not the answer. That is exactly the problem. Uh, Tony, I have to cut you off as well as uh, Drew because I've got to take a break, and we have lots of calls. We're going to get to them, but that is exactly the problem. Drew, with all due respect, you're a smart guy. You just said that some of these Democrats come up with them and help them get welfare. That's the last thing that they should be doing. How about dependency? And stand on your own. You mentioned your father uh, being raised in Baltimore, lifting himself up from his bootstraps. Maybe if we return to that, things wouldn't be nearly as bad as they are now. And Hillary Clinton, in her assessment, is correct. I've been saying it for months here at WABC. Because of these progressives, Democrats, uh, 2022 starts in just a little bit of uh, a few hours. Democrats are going to be in trouble, not only in 2022, but also for 2024. And I stand by it. Trump can win the presidency again. Dominic Carter in for James Golden. We'll be right back. Welcome to the golden age of radio. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly, is on 77 WABC. And Dominic Carter in for James today until 5 o'clock when Cats at Night, the John Katsimatidis show will start. That is must-listen-to radio in the tri-state area, as a matter of fact, uh, throughout the country, because now we have the app and you can listen online, and it's just a wonderful show. That's coming up at 5 o'clock. Right now, we are discussing, and don't don't think I'm not going to get to AOC can I have a drink in Miami without a mask on? We're going to get to that. We're going to get. I told you, folks, that she was a phony. I told you that. As simple as that. We're going to get to AOC a bit later on. But former Democratic presidential candidate Hillary Clinton is taking a shot at progressive Democrats appearing to blame them for the inability of the Democrat-controlled Congress to get things done and suggested, and I'm someone that has interviewed her several times, so when I say suggested, it's more than suggested. She's like poking the bear, if you will. I've also moderated an international debate with Hillary Clinton, but she suggested that these progressives could be the cause of potential party losses in the 2022 midterm elections. She 
made these comments during an interview with Willie Geist of uh, MSNBC that took place uh, earlier this month and aired in part on Thursday. So Clinton is imploring Democrats to start thinking about the party's ability to win elections overall, overall, and not just be in deep blue districts, which is exactly where they're basically assured uh, victory. That is exactly what my point is. And I, I have just had it with this, um, this welfare issue. And again, I'm not demonizing anyone, but you have young ladies that are, having children in places all across America that haven't even thought about financially how they're going to take care of these children. You have young men that are impregnating these young ladies that no one has sat down and planned out pre-care bills, uh, formula. The, the mentality is, I, they don't call it WIC anymore, but but I'll get WIC and I'll get a voucher for daycare, and I'll get this, I'll get that, I'll get this, I'll get that, and I'll even get more money in my welfare grant every month. Ooh. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. Let's go to Jamie. Jamie is calling from Florida. Good afternoon, Jamie. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Dominic. Hi. Uh, thank you so much for taking my call. Um, I, I, I think that Drew actually brought in something that is very important to talk about. And, and this conversation that you have is very important, which nobody's having. He was saying how Bloomberg was better than Giuliani. Bloomberg wrote Giuliani's hotel. Giuliani did all the work. Bloomberg came in, pretty much kept things more or less how they were, opened up the, you know, the, the um, what would you call it? Um, you know, the welfare dependency of the black people again, because Drew said that Giuliani was only the, um, the, the mayor for only for, for his people. He wasn't the mayor for his people. He was the mayor for all the people. This is the part that people don't get. Right. As soon as right. You began the You're correct. You're correct. Well, that is actually the democratic mantra. We got to divide all these Okay. Wait, 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 no. Jamie, wait, hold on one second. Your phone was breaking up, and all I heard was Demo oh, Democratic Mantra. What did you say, just so I'm following you? Well, um, well, the Democratic Mantra is to divide the people into all these little different groups. Oh, okay, so now I got Drew, you. Yeah, so Drew is saying, oh, no, no, uh, Bloomberg was great because he came to Harlem, and he basically kissed the rat, you know, and I'm talking about the African-Americans. He doesn't need to do that. Giuliani was the mayor for all the people. Harlem was enjoying peace, which is what you're talking about, enjoying right. peace. Right. Well, so well, really, well, what the problem is that there are some police who are bad, and that's what you need to root out. You don't well, need to have different police for this and a different police for that and all this other bullshit. Well, well, Jamie, Jamie, I, I thank you for your uh, for your call. I, I have to step in because we have uh, a lot of calls, and I want to try and get to as many as possible. But trust me, folks, when I speak on Giuliani, I'm talking about something that I know, that I know. 
I spent years covering this man. I've said this before. The relationship between the mayor and myself has been written about in at least three to four books. And I am telling you folks that Rudy Giuliani, when it's all said and done, whether I worked at WABC or not, I tell you the same exact thing if I worked somewhere else. He's going to go down in history as one of the best mayors ever for the city of New York. And was he a, a, abrasive at time? Yes. What, was he rude to reporters sometimes? Yes. Were reporters sometimes very rude to him, including myself? Yes. Yes. And so... When I, you know, and I want to move on from Mayor Giuliani, who had a great show today, by the way. But I just want to be clear, folks. I'm not speculating. I'm the guy that when whenever you saw the sound bites from Giuliani on television, I was often the guy that asked him the question that day uh, at City Hall. And one thing that he said that will stay with me for the rest of my life as mayor. When it was some, it was something about the black community. And Mr. Mayor, how do you feel about this? And he said, Giuliani said, "Let's start with the fact that you're alive." And my initial reaction was, "Wow, that's rough." But years later, I've thought about what he said, and look at what these progressive clowns. De Blasio checked out years ago, right? So De Blasio, so so in tune. With 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 the constituency of New York City, well, then why are folks folks dropping like flies, dying, and he doesn't even show up? At least the new mayor in just a couple of hours of New York City, Eric Adams, he's touring, walking through the theater district. That's before he even takes office. Before he even takes office. Let's go to uh, Steve. Steve is calling from Central Jersey. Good afternoon, Steve. Dominic Carter and for James Golden. What's on your mind? Good afternoon, Dominic. Thanks for taking my call. Happy New Year. Thank Here's you. my question to you. I, I, as I see, analyze the Democratic Party for the first time in my life, time, which would be 60 years in March, I see a divided Democratic Party. Now, throughout my life, I've seen a divided Republican Party, but I see here. I see the radical left, that's the Biden, Harris, Sanders, Soros wing. And then there's the slightly left of center. The hey, 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 but wait, Steve, I'm going to let you finish. I call that the yeah. cuckoo wing. But go, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. I, I'm with you, man. All right. Then there's the slightly left of center, Clinton, Manchin. I'm including Manchin in here. Okay. And this is my thought on it. Ready? I, I think all this talk about Joe Man. By the way, Hillary's trying to get back in, but they don't. I, she, they're not going to let her back in as Veep or at the top of the ticket, but they'd be happy, the Clintons would, to have Manchin back in. So what, Mitch and the gang are having wet dreams thinking he's going to switch parties or become an independent. Joe Manchin is auditioning to be the VP when they push Harris out next year, as I think they may do. What do you think? What do you think about all that? You may be correct uh, as far as I don't see any scenario at all, Steve, where Kamala Harris can stay on the ticket. She served yeah. She served her purpose, um, and I, I don't mean to, to put it this way, but it is what it is. Uh, Biden and his, uh, his team decided they had to um, tap into the racial division in the country, 
and they yeah. needed a, as he said himself, that he needed a, he wanted a black woman uh, to be his running mate. And so that that was the, the sole criteria as far, I know her people would disagree with that, but the way I see it, thank you for the call, Steve, that was the sole criteria. And so it worked. It worked. He He was elected. Biden was elected. They helped push out the Democratic vote. But now it's a nightmare of a situation because the team of Biden-Harris, they're not getting the job done, period. I don't know who's calling the shots at the White House, but they're not getting the job done. And it's almost like it's almost like Biden is a lame duck now. Think about that for a second, folks. It's almost like President Biden is a lame duck right now. Dominic Carter in for James Golden on this last day of the year, and I will be filling in for James tomorrow morning, live here in the studios of WABC, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Time for a break. We will continue with your telephone calls, but we're going to expand, expand, just this week, I told you folks that AOC was a phony. Just this week, I told you in terms that the kids use that she's running game. She's running game. And so while the West, the rest of us are dealing with COVID rule this, COVID rule that, where do I need to have the mask on? Where, where, how many vaccines? She's in Miami enjoying a cocktail with no mask as the Omicron cases soar. We'll be right back. Welcome to the golden age of radio. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snirtley, is on 77 WABC. And on this Friday afternoon, Dominic Carter here with you in for James Golden. I will be here. Tomorrow morning during uh, James' uh, show, 8 a.m. to uh, 10 a.m., and the clock is ticking to 2022. Hillary Clinton is warning the progressive Democrats to basically step back because the progressives are going to be the reason why the Democrats are not going to do so well in uh, 2022, this this year in a, in a couple of hours. And uh, AOC, oh. Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Are, are you are you folks really surprised? Are you surprised? I'm not I'm not surprised at all. That she was in Miami cocktail on the table and it, you know i guess in i guess she has a winter uh, getaway as the rest of us are experiencing in her district in her city record high numbers of uh, covid-19 cases with uh, omicron right we're dealing with mask uh, situations vaccine requirements and someone even uh tweeted uh 
last night to, uh, to AOC. Well, quote, welcome to Florida, AOC. We hope you're enjoying the taste of freedom here in the Sunshine State. Thanks to Ron DeSantis, Florida uh, leadership. And that's a post that was um, that was made um, last night. Now, Dominic, you're not being fair to AOC. She's entitled to go to Miami if she wants and, and take a break. Yes. Yes, she is. She is, folks. But remember what she did to Ted Cruz? Do you remember when in February she called on Ted Cruz of Texas to step down after he took his trip? his family on a trip to Cancun. Remember that during that deadly uh, winter storm that knocked out power to millions. And she called on Ted Cruz to resign. Do as I say, not as I do the progressive way of life. Let's go right back to the telephone calls. We are taking your calls. 1-800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Let's go to, uh, let's go to Rob, uh, in Farmingdale. Good afternoon, Rob. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Great show, Dominic. Love to have you on the air. Thank you. That's very kind of you to say. Go right ahead. Okay. So as far as AOC and her running away, I mean, yes, she's entitled to get away. But what she's left behind is a trail of total deception and total uh, destruction of New York. It started with Amazon. It started with, with some of the proposals hey, that Rob, she's trying to put through. Rob, wait, 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 Rob. Just stop right there. I'm going to let you finish your thought. Hey, Rob, I yeah. I forgot all about Amazon. I forgot all about that. All of those jobs. Amazon, I, I, I don't understand leadership in New York. Any other, and I'm going to let you finish, Rob, any other place in the country, for the most part, Amazon, please come here. We'll give you the tax, the tax incentives. Please come here with all those jobs. In New York, no. Leave me. We don't want you. With AOC leading the, leading the pack. Poor people, Rob, thank you for bringing that back to my attention. Poor people that live in the Queensbridge houses would have been among those with high-pay jobs. And AOC said no. Please continue, Rob. The payroll taxes alone would have boosted up the New York state economy by millions and millions of dollars. Secondly, like you said, the jobs that would have been created for all of the people that need them, it would have been just a tremendous boost to their, their self-esteem and their, their net worth of being employed here in New York. And thirdly, last, the fact that de Blasio is leaving the only thing that we can hope for in 2022 is that she will be leaving as well with Chuck Schumer out the door. Well, it's going to be uh, very interesting. I don't see her. Thank you for the call, Rob. I don't see AOC challenging um, Schumer. I, I, I just that alone. Think about it for a second. Schumer is the Senate majority leader and AOC is saying, so what? I don't care. I don't care about his seniority. I don't care about his seniority for the people of the state of New York. Me, me, me. I want the job. Just think about it, folks, 
for what I'm saying about what I'm saying here. Let's now go to uh, Eric. Eric is calling from Manhattan, I believe, on a different topic. Good afternoon um, to you, Eric. Hey, hey, Don. Hey, Don. Great job. Thank um, you. I, can I say one thing about AOC and Hillary? I mean, isn't Hillary just like taking shots in the stands? Like, um, and and oh, could you please play for Drew the clip of Hillary and, and AOC? Like, you know, I ain't I, I ain't come this far. I ain't always tired. Like, like, do you think? Do they like as if they believe that black women really talk like that, or, or like, you know, um. Why, how do we know that I would, would just take the, the, the vote? All Democrat votes for granted again. I think if you could, people have to understand, like, their vote is power. And don't just give it up and yes. then expect results. You know what I mean? Yes. I mean, I, what's to stop? She's just talking, like I said, she's just taking shots. So I don't know. That's, I know knowing Hillary, you know what I mean? Hillary. You know, mm-hmm. I just, I don't know what to say. And didn't, didn't AOC uh, answer a casting call, I believe? I, I, um, you know, I, 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 I don't really, I, you but, know, Eric, I, I don't really follow her that closely. It wouldn't surprise yeah. me. It, it really, yeah. it really wouldn't surprise me. I mean, I'm I mean, still, yeah, it's just I'm still shocked, you know, that, that she's in Congress. <laughs> but and, I call about something else. I'm so sorry. Okay, um, what, you could, what, did you, you should, what did you call about? Check out the story. Well, it's about the trans thing. Uh, it was in one US, uh, UFC fight or the ultimate fighting thing. Um, and there were a track and run, uh, it was a lot of track and field um, girls. Um, the same, same issue, same conflict. And there was one girl, uh, BMX biker. She was trying out for the Olympic team, but I recommend I would, from the way it was described to me, I wouldn't watch the, I wouldn't watch the UFC video. I mm-hmm. believe it was Joe Rogan. I mean, I wouldn't have put it the way he did. He did this, she was like manhandling these girls, like merciless. So, sort of like know? the UPenn swimmer that I talked about earlier this week as well. Right, right. He, he spent, he yeah. spent three years competing as a, as yes, a man. Yes. And yeah. in, in in his fourth year, he started competing as a woman, yeah. and he shattered all the records. And the 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 women on the team were so upset yeah. that they were going to boycott. It's just it's some, just so unfair. It's so some, unfair. Some say some say um I I'll I'll, I'll, let you, I'll let you go. But some come at it from the angle of oh they couldn't really compete against men, so they they're doing it you know competing against girls. I don't think it's that cut and dry. But I yeah you know, I wouldn't put it that way myself. But it's still, it's still, it's crossing a line, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I'll let you go, Dom. You well, do a great job. Every time you, you came on NY One, we knew you were going to talk about something fresh from a new angle or something that no one's talking about. That's very important. Thank you. Great job. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank Eric. you that's very All kind right. of you to uh, to uh, to say. Let's go to Sam. Uh, Dominic Carter in for James Golden. Let's go to Sam in Woodside. Good afternoon, Sam. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Thank you. Uh, AOC is following in the step in the footsteps of Shirlane McRae on the way to the Hamptons. Hillary <laughs> Rotten Clinton, Hill, get this. Hillary Rotten Clinton is very upset about Hunter's money. That money should be going to the Clinton Foundation. Thank you. Mm. Well, I uh, I thank you, I thank you uh, for the call. Let's go to uh, William. William is uh, calling from uh, Westchester. Good afternoon, William. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Hi, Dominic. Last night you were talking about the assassination of a black female cop in Baltimore yes. and the lack of press coverage. Yes. I think I've got something worse. Uh, December uh, twenty sixteen in Chicago. Four black kids roughed up a white kid who, you know, mentally challenged and using such N-words and F-Trump and stuff like this. Turns out a couple of days later, the CBS 
radio news correspondent in Chicago, a guy named Dean Reynolds, who's the son of Frank Reynolds, who used to do the ABC Evening News. Mm-hmm. He presented the facts in such a way that it appeared that four white kids assaulted a mentally challenged black kid and using the word Trump at him and calling the, the kid by the N-word. Total distortion of the fact. The facts were there, but they were presented in such a way as to totally reverse what the story was. I'm not familiar with it, but one, one of the things that I love, William, about talking to you folks here at WABC, if, if I don't know something, you fo- and obviously nobody knows everything, you folks enlighten me about things that I had no idea of. And that's one of the things that's refreshing. I will take a look at that, and I'm not even going to get started on uh, police officer Keona Holly uh, in Baltimore because we only have a few more a few more hours left in uh, 2021. I probably will bring it up tomorrow morning when I'm also in for James Golden. And folks, keep in mind, coming up in just minutes. Coming up in just minutes, uh, we have. Uh, John Katsimatidis, Cats at Night, Lydia Serrani. It's all coming up. We're going to take a break. We will have more of your telephone calls when we return. Welcome to the golden age of radio. James Golden, a.k.a. Bose Nerdly, is on 77 WABC. Oh, weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Man, it doesn't show signs of stopping. And Dominic Carter in for James. I'm with you folks today until 5 o'clock. Coming over at 5 o'clock, Cats at Night with John Katsimatidis, Governor David Patterson, Lydia Serrani, a team of folks. They are all standing by ready to go at the top of the hour. I'm with you tonight. I'm with you tomorrow morning. I'll be bringing in my new year with you folks for James, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. tomorrow morning. I hope that you will join us. And I will have much more time tomorrow, the two-hour block, to get to your telephone calls. In a minute, I'm going to go to Jennifer in Westchester, but let's start with Carol in New Jersey. Good afternoon, Carol, and Happy New Year to you. Yes, good afternoon. Happy New Year to you and your family. For the sake of uh, time, I'm just going to say AOC. I still don't recall what reason she had to turn Amazon down. I think it was a bit convoluted and confusing and everything. I she, just don't she focused, why she, she fe- said no. She felt that it was corporate welfare. Uh, there's an argument to be made for that for, for in some cases. But you're going to turn yeah. down Amazon? I mean, I, I feel so bad for all those business owners. They were all in the area. They were already counting the proceeds from their businesses would have tripled in value overnight. And it went from uh-huh. triple in value down to nothing because folks like AOC said, nope, no thank you. I'm off to Miami to have my cocktail and um, right. no mask. <laughs> Well, Carol, Happy New Year to you, and thank you for the call. You too. Thank you. Let's go to Jennifer now in Westchester. Good afternoon, Jennifer. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Happy New Year. Same Um, to you. Thank you. I'm just calling to say, first of all, I'm a lesbian, so I just, and I'm only saying that because I don't want folks, I want folks out there to know that we don't all think the same. You know, we're not all a bunch of sheep. Okay, okay. Okay. 
but this whole idea that men can become women and trans, uh, you know, uh, compete in women's sports, it's just absolutely absurd. And, you know, if that's the case, guess what? I, I'm 43 years old. I identify as a six-year-old. Who are you to tell me I can't compete in Little League sports? I mean, <clears throat> it's absurd. I identify as a black woman, so who are you to tell me that I right, can't get, you know, right, right. it's just crazy. Hey, Jennifer, I, I, totally I, crazy. I, I want you to help me out. I'm going to give you your say here, but I want you to help me out. Because I re- I'm not trying to be a jerk, but I real. Do you understand the, this pronoun thing? Please help me because I'm trying to be hip and and with the times, and I don't understand what exactly it means. I don't understand it either. What I understand is it's it's absolute lunacy and just woke, ridiculous leftist politics mm-hmm. gone berserk, and society you know, uh, bowing down to it for fear of, God forbid, being labeled a racist or being labeled homophobic. or And it's just, it's crazy. I mean, it's absolutely crazy town. And mm-hmm. I just want everybody out there to know, like, not all LGBT people are, you know, drinking this Kool-Aid. It, it's it's nuts. Like, Jennifer, how, how, do you I, think, <laughs> how do you think those women, and obviously you can't speak directly for them, but I'm asking you your opinion. How do you think those women swimmers feel at UPenn that um, the gentleman competed, uh, she's now Leah, that's her first name, competed as a man for three years, and now in, this, in her fourth year is competing as a woman. How do you think the, other, the, the women considered boycotting their last event. How do you how do you think they feel? Outraged, and they ought to boycott. They, there should be literally no woman on this planet competing against a transgendered woman. Period. They should just refuse to and just lay down the law and say this is unacceptable, and we're not going to put up with it mm-hmm. because it's just it's just obviously insane. And the idea that anybody would entertain this for the sake of their woke feathers in their caps is just uh, just absurdity, complete absurdity. Well, Jennifer, I thank you um, for your common sense approach here um, and for your call, and Happy New Year to you and your family. Thank you very much. Dominic Carter here with you, folks. Talk Radio 77 WABC and for James Golden. I will be back with you again tomorrow morning and for James live in studio 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. And coming up momentarily, I'm going right back to the telephone calls coming up at 5 p.m. Cats at Night, the John Katsimatidis show. You do not want to miss that. Mike in Queens, you're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yes, sir. Happy New Year to you and yours. Real quick, I know you're crushed for time. AOC beat uh, Crowley in Queens. Right. And Crowley was all set to be in charge of the Congress. Right. Now she wants to go after Schumer. Right. And Schumer would lose his leadership in the Senate. And this little uh, genius drinking Mai Tais in Miami, the thing she doesn't understand is the 14,000 jobs at the Amazon plant that are gone with the peripheral jobs around them, not to mention construction. And if she's such a genius, why didn't she get the people hired first then complain about worker rights once he has her foot in the door and can have act- activism with a thriving plant. You know what I mean? You know why, Mike? Because what you just stated makes too much sense. And if, she, <laughs> and, if, and if she did it that way, there goes the media coverage. Remember, for many of these officials, AOC is a total creation of the media. Right. And, I, and, I and, say, and I, Twitter. I, 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 
I doubt AOC could probably even spell AOC. That's my opinion. Right. Well, you know, I'm 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 not going to attack a sitting member of Congress like that. But there are many people. <laughs> okay, okay, Mike. There, I was about to say there are many people that agree with exactly what you just stated. You know, the the right. whole thing just didn't make any sense. It didn't make any yeah, sense. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the leverage she would have had if she would have opened the plans, get the workers hired, then. It's like, as they say, it's on the wrong syllable. Anyway, I'll let you get back to work, kid, and happy everything to everyone, and you're doing a great job. Thank you. That's very kind of you to say thank you. Let's go to uh, Andrew Stanhope, New Jersey. Good afternoon, Andrew. What's on your mind? Drew's, <clears throat> Drew's on my mind. Drew is actually a detriment to the black community because he doesn't talk about the main issue, which Obama talked about and admitted the uh, almost 70% out of wedlock birth rate. And Drew said the wealth gap and these politicians will come in and try to address. If you, if you're not talking about the father, the out of wedlock birth rate, you're, you're just BSing. You're using the people for votes and you're scamming them. Well, so, you, like you know you what? Said, welfare Android. is a good thing, but not general, not right, generations. multiple I, I, generations. I have to step in because I have 20 seconds left uh, in the show. Dominic Carter in before James Golden uh, with you folks. Um, it's been such an honor to be here. And that, that's Madonna in the, uh, in the background there. Madonna playing. All right. <laughs>